I know that you want to make a difference, and I'm going to tell you how. You're on Top of the Mount with Darren Waddles. before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The things that God has told you shall come to pass. The greatest revival in the history of the church. I'm pretty sure you've heard it because it made the news all day long yesterday. But the former officer from Minneapolis, Officer Chauvin, was found guilty of charges of the manslaughter of George Floyd. We'll be discussing this and reactions of all those in the public and those in leadership. We'll be discussing this. And honestly, it's not so much the case that I think is an issue. It's the reactions that I find more offensive than anything else. But before we get into the nitty-gritty of that topic for today, I want to say thank you so much for everyone that is uh, that is subscribing, that's sharing this podcast, and the outreach that you know we're making. Uh, we are in 31 different states, and our base is growing, and we we have gotten over 1,000 downloads, and that is so exciting. You know, a year ago, I would not have thought that we would have gotten this far, but. We're growing, the community is growing, and I'm excited to see what this podcast has in store in the future to help you and equip you on your journey on top of the mount to seek that clarity, to understand your role as an apostolic or as Christian period in government and seeing your role even in yourself spiritually and getting you to the destination you need to go ahead. So, thank you so much again. Uh, If you haven't already, please click that subscribe button, or that follow button, that like button, that share button. Do all the above. If there's a button, click it. Uh, uh, If it's uh, the rating, please leave a comment. Give me five stars. Please. I would love to have uh, some insight, what you think of the podcast. Um, if you have questions, I have answers. You can uh, email me or direct message me. Uh, email me at draywaddles at gmail.com or you can uh, send a direct message to the website or the Facebook page on Top of the Mount with Darren Waddles podcast. Um, so 
I understand today's topic is, to say the least, it's not exactly comfortable. When we start talking about race, when we start talking about conviction of a human being, it's, it's not pleasant. And to be quite honest, the reactions got me yesterday. I understand, because uh, I, I spoke on it in a previous episode. It's one of my more popular episodes. It's entitled, A Case for Love Over Hate. And at that point in time, we had an acceleration of the Black Lives Matter movement because of the back-to-back-to-back killings of innocent individuals that happened to be black. And, you know, in the United States, there is a history of injustice within the black community. There's no arguing that fact. Now, granted, there... We can argue on case-by-case scenarios, but there is a history of manipulation with police officers and those in the black community, which there is a justification for those feelings because it is a dream deferred. It is a raisin in the sun festering. And... The question is before us, how then do we honestly react to this? Black lives do matter. Police officers that do the things that they do, like Officer Chauvin, it's it's not tolerable. Actions like that are not tolerable. But, even then, even then, he's still human. So do we, as Christians, react in the way that individuals yesterday reacted in rejoicing over the fact that he was convicted and, oh my goodness, said awful, awful things about him? I, I don't think that's justified. I don't think that's justified at all. Because he's still a human being and a soul. Uh, He wasn't a dictator that died and everyone rejoiced because finally there's an opportunity of freedom. That's That's not the scenario that we saw yesterday. That is not the scenario we saw yesterday. You had a human being get convicted of a crime because of a, most likely a non intentional murder, okay? I do not believe in one instance that he chose to kill a man, but his actions led to the killing of a man. And that is the reason for his conviction yesterday, is his negligence. Now, that all being said, I I think it's merited what happened yesterday. It was merited. You did the crime, you do the time, as the saying goes. But, moving forward, our reaction should not be in rejoicing over someone else's fall. That should not be our reaction. That is not Christian. You should mourn in situations like that. 
Now, there are times of rejoicing, and Ecclesiastes tells us there's a time and a season for everything under heaven. There is. There is indeed. There's a time and a season to rejoice. There's a time and a season to cry. We've been through that. I mean, 2020, oh gosh, we went through it all. That was a roller coaster of a year. And it's bleeding into 2021, let me tell you. But we don't react in the way that happened yesterday and cursing the name of someone that they majorly messed up. We don't rejoice in the fact that it was a white man that got convicted. You can't preach one thing and practice another. I'm sorry. Uh-uh. If you want love and preach love, then show love and teach love. I was talking with a friend yesterday, and he was talking about how there are people who claim themselves to be Christian, but they act hatefully, and they act maliciously. And it's those people that give Christians a bad name. And you need to realize the fact that, you know, just because they're wearing the uniform doesn't mean they're they're employed by the company. I'm sorry. That doesn't mean they're employed by the company. You can wear a, a shirt from Walt Disney Company, but that doesn't mean you work for Walt Disney. It just means you bought a t-shirt. You can wear a Christian t-shirt saying you're a Christian, but that don't mean you're a Christian. Do you have the fruits of the Spirit? Are you equipping yourself? Are you building yourself, making that journey on top of the mountain? Or are you just wearing a t-shirt? You just got merch. That doesn't make you dedicated. <laughs> no, nah, it doesn't make you dedicated at all, bro. Or sis. Doesn't make it at all. Actions like that are not merited in Christianity. It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. I understand that sometimes we get frustrated and we do things that add a frustration. That happens. You just need to seek forgiveness after that. But if you're if you're a self-proclaimed Christian and you're doing things like what happened yesterday, no, 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 that's a no-no. If you are a self-proclaimed Christian and you're throwing out the N-word, no, 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 no. That that that's not cool. That is not cool. How is that the love of Christ? When you tear down and use malicious terminology like that, how how is that Christian? Tell me. I, I mean, please explain it to me because I'm having a hard time grasping that. How can you say that you're a loving, caring, giving, uh, apostolic Christian, and yet still, by your own tongue? are malicious enough to tear down and degrade a whole group of people. It doesn't matter whether you're black, white, purple with pink polka dots. If you're doing stuff like that, it is unmerited and unchristian-like, and it should not be going on. And rather than hating on Chauvin, rather than hating on George Floyd, which either one is, you know, more merited that, you know, there's there should be some grief put on Chauvin. But don't be going back like, oh, George Floyd was a, he was a drug addict. Well, I, who cares? Who cares? He died. And because of negligence, he got killed. It doesn't matter what his past history was. He was a human being himself. And with Chauvin, sure, 
I mean, we can throw some shade at him for what he did, but he's still human. Bro, put your big boy britches on. Man up. Don't be acting like a kid. Don't be acting like a kid in school. Don't be acting like a bully. That There's, there's no need for that. Chauvin's still a human being. And in case you didn't realize it, Chauvin has an opportunity still because he's a living, breathing human being to seek forgiveness and to change his ways, which I can't speak on his behalf. I don't know what thoughts he has in his head, which, based on his actions, I probably would say that it's not good and he needs a little Jesus in his life, or more Jesus in his life, I should say. But... If we are the people that we say we are, if we say we're the people that are called by his name, okay, then why aren't we remembering Micah 7, 8 through 10? Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be my light unto me. Okay? Chauvin messed up. Okay? But he still has opportunity, and we should be praying for his salvation to change his ways, okay? I will bear the indignation of the Lord, because I have sinned against him until he plead my my cause and execute judgment for me. He will bring me forth to the light, and I shall behold his righteousness. Then she that is mine enemy shall see it, and shame shall cover her, uh, which said unto me, where is the Lord thy God? Mine enemy shall behold her. Now shall she be trodden down as the mire of the streets. So why don't we, we remember this? Because if we rejoice into someone's suffering, into someone's lowliness, into someone's grief, into someone's pain, if we rejoice into that, we then when they change, when they seek what they need to be seeking, we become no better than them by rejoicing over their misfortune. And as I said last year, you know, with all that's going wrong in the world, now is the time more than ever to show love over hate. Like Victor Jackson, Brother Victor Jackson flying to Minneapolis during that episode with George Floyd. He showed love among white people, black people, Latino people, all different cultures, all different races, all different political opinions, all different ideologies, walks of life, socioeconomics, demographics, showed love to them all. That's what we need in society. But yet we live in a society that is so fixated on, well, you're white and you're black, you're poor, you're rich, you're from uh, the mountains, you're from the lowlands, you're from the big city, you're from the country, that it's created division, okay? That, guys, guys, we can't divide and think we're going to conquer. A house divided against itself cannot stand. It cannot stand. But in unity, in binding together with love, we can accomplish much. Let's remember that when we're moving on.
And we need to remember that. We need to be praying for people that we see on the news. I mean, if if you needed a reason to pray, or you just turn on the news. Just turn on the news. Now, granted, not everyone in the world is in that bubble that you see on the news because they're going to make it seem... A lot of people think that, you know, just because uh, they see it on the news that everyone's that way. That's not true. That's not true at all. There's different opinions, different viewpoints in every subgroup. But we cannot just allow things to happen the way they are because when we see this on the news... That, that should be a moment of, oh, Lord, I need to get on my knees and pray for these communities. I need to pray for my community. I need to get involved and try to fix things. Because if there was ever a time for us to get involved, you know, spiritually, spiritually and actually get involved politically in some facet civically, now is the time. Now is the time because this world needs more love than it does political gain and hate. Right. Did you catch that? We need more love than political gain. You know, politics is more than just playing politics. Politics can be real. There's a difference between, you know, referring back to Rome, uh, there's a difference between Emperor uh, Marcus Aurelius than to Nero or Caligula. There is a difference in justice and injustice. And we need to uphold justice in our society. We need to have people that have hearts and compassion, but also hold the scepter of justice in their hands. And that's why I make that call every episode for you to get involved and to learn more and to educate yourself and build yourself and equip yourself to that mountaintop so you can find the destination right for you. So let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let me tell you, we live in a world, we live in a nation that... I wonder sometimes, once upon a time, that we used to elect people that actually stood for something, that actually cared, that actually did something positive in their communities, right? We used to do that, but then we invented things that messed up everything, and I talked about it in the previous episode, canvassing Messed up a lot of things. When the radio was invented, when the TV was invented, when social media was invented, when the internet was invented, when C-SPAN was thought of and put into place, it messed up everything. We as creatures of a human extent of it, we love and we crave information more so misinformation. We love to misconstrue things because we love a good conspiracy. We love a good conspiracy. And we cannot allow that to consume us and define us. We need facts. And unfortunately, 
we are those creatures that love misinformation because it's we want to hear what we want to hear. We don't want to know actual facts. That's why Plato said democracy is honestly the worst of all types of governments. One higher than tyranny. The reason behind that is he knew that we are susceptible to our own corrupt thoughts. We are so carnal in the fact that we would prefer to accept a lie over accepting the truth. And if you look at those members that we elect to positions of higher office, it's pretty blatantly true. That is so true because Congress is a reflection of us, people. Congress is a reflection of us. And the people we elect reflect who we are. You know, I mean, I can boast a little bit. You know, I got a good congressman. I got a really good congressman. He's there whenever you need him. And he's going to listen to you. He'll talk to you. He'll show up. He'll invest into the communities of his uh, rural district. Because he has a heart for it. And he enjoys doing it. But then there's some people... (coughs) Maxine Waters. (coughs) There's people like that that are on both sides of the aisle, granted. But there's people like that that, in this case, talking about Chauvin, make statements like this. I hope uh, that we're going to get a verdict that is say guilty, guilty, guilty. And if we don't, we, got, we cannot go away. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that they, they know that we need business. Yeah. Now, rhetoric to the side. Or maybe not. We, we started the year January 6th with a quote-unquote insurrection. And granted, what happened at the U.S. Capitol was absolutely wrong and should never have happened. But on the other side of that coin, we have things like this and where we thrive off of civil... Well, it's not even civil. It's just straight-up disobedience. We thrive off of it. And we're electing people. We're putting people in high, high positions that are doing things like this, making comments like this. Now, granted, if in case you didn't know, uh, Congressman Waters, or Congresswoman Waters, has been in office since the 90s, and she is famous for her uh, statements such as this. And she wants people to get into the streets. She wants people to get beat up because if they don't get their way, they want to fight till you know they want to intimidate they they want to intimidate they want to be a force to be reckoned with that it's not so much that if their cause is justified it's if we don't get what we want we will wreak havoc on you and i think everyone knew the way the chauvin case was going to go i mean it's fairly clear how it was going to go but to say that if the judge and the jury didn't go as what they wanted, ha! Gosh. Oh my gosh. So much for habeas corpus. So much for the Constitution. So much 
for innocent until proven guilty. We live in, ironically, you know, from the people that are doing this, we live in a lynch mob society. Wow, yeah, I said that. We live in a lynch mob society. If it's not the way they want it, they're coming out to get you. Man, how the things have changed. And that's why we need to show love in this awful, awful season of hate that we have. And it's not just one side or the other. It's all across the board. And we need to look at these people in these offices. And we need to reflect before we go and vote. Because we got to vote. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, folks. We have to. If you're not registered... You need to register right now. Pause this video. Register right now. I know for most places you can register online. You can mail in a registration. You can go to the post office. You can, I mean, the sky's the limit. Because turns out politicians want you to vote. Turns out they want votes. I mean, it's easily accessed. Get registered. Go vote when it's time to vote. Doesn't matter how small the election is. Go vote, because your vote matters. It does. I kid you not. And with this, we must make that impact and make that decision to get involved in that way so we can elect people of higher standards and higher morals than what we just listened to and the actions that they make. We need to stop electing people that are going to tell us what we want to hear, electing people that just become personalities. Like, I know there's there's some people, and I... I, I man, you know, I really love listening to them. I do. Uh, that new guy from South Carolina that, you know, he has a great backstory. He's a great inspirational speaker, young fella. I think his name's Crawthorn or something like that. Uh, that became paralyzed. Great speaker. But I can totally see him just being a talking head and a personality, saying things and not really doing things. I can see Cranshaw becoming a personality. I think he's on the road of doing being successful, but I can totally see him becoming a talking head and being a personality. People like AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, I could totally see her. Ah, oh, it's not even a totally see her. She is. She's a personality. She's a talking head for the radical left. Bernie Sanders, you know, like him or hate him, the dude's real. He preaches and practices what he says. And I admire him even if I disagree with him 99.9% .9 of the time. Um, so... I mean, I, I, I wouldn't suggest electing a Bernie Sanders. I mean, that's just me personally. But, you know, people with that, that are real. People who are genuine. People like my congressman that are very genuine, that say what they mean and do as they say. Genuine. People that aren't going to be up there to be on camera and then in two years run for president. No. We need to stop. We need to stop that right now. And we need to change our society with love. Now, 
moving to a more lighter conversation, I'm just going to talk about what happened with me this, uh, matter of fact, it was yesterday. Matter of fact, yesterday, man, what a, what a day yesterday I had. Uh, so I woke up with full intention of it being a bright, beautiful day. And I was going to mow my yard. It was, it was cold outside to begin with. And, you know, I got a message that, oh, a box that I was expecting. I had planned to meet up with uh, some friends up in northwest Arkansas. And we were going to open this mysterious box, right? That a friend of ours from the great white north of Canada, uh, he uh, sent us a mysterious box with some goodies in it. And I was supposed to meet up with these friends and we were supposed to try them out. Uh, and so... I had full intentions that yesterday was going to be a day and where I'm going to mow my yard. Beautiful day. Nice and fairly warm outside. Full intentions. But when I got that message, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to head that way. Well, I left. By that time, I left my house. It was almost 60 degrees outside. Nice and warm. The sun was shining. It was all bright. Not a cloud in the sky. The birds were chirping. I was, I'm was. i pretty sure someone was singing zippity-doo-dah. It was a great, sunny, wonderful day. And on my way to northwest Arkansas, it started getting cloudy. By the time I got to Huntsville, I saw a little white flake. I'm like, okay, okay. When I got to my destination, I kid you not. It was 32 degrees, and there was a blizzard. I kid you not. This is April in the south, in the spring. My goodness. Um, I was just so perplexed. I was not prepared for what I encountered yesterday that it went from 60 degrees to 32 and snowing like it was Christmas morning. Like, covered. Covered. My, my car had ice on it. My car had ice on it and covered in snow. That's not right, y'all. That's not right. Well, anyway, moving along. So, we go and... We, we get into this mysterious box, and we start opening it, and there's a bunch of just, you know, goodies and stuff inside from our friend from, uh, from our friend from Canada, and oh my goodness, what a spectacular box of goodies, let me tell you. Um, I thank him so much. Uh, so I, I gotta say, I gotta say, the, um, excuse me, the maple cream cookies, oh my gosh, they're so good, they're so good, oh my goodness, if you haven't had any, apparently you can get them here in America maybe? at some European store, but if you can't, it's worth the drive to Canada. 
once I open the border after COVID, it's worth the drive. I tell you. And and these hickory sticks from uh, the company uh, Hostess, I'm pretty sure it's different from our Hostess. Oh. Oh my gosh, the flavor is insane. Like, it is so good. It is so good. Highly suggest it. Um, you know, if I'm in Canada, there's some things I'd like to try that he couldn't ship down here. Uh, but, oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, it's so good. Um, and then, uh, what is it? Joe Lewis? Joe Louie? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, a red velvet cake? Why don't we have that here in the States? Like, bro, that... Fabulous, fabulous favorite flavors and uh, coffee crisps. I'm pretty sure it's more like it's it's like a, a chocolate bar wafer that I guess it's like the Canadian equivalent of like a coffee donut here in the states. I guess. I mean, it's it's delicious. Oh my gosh. Well, anyway, now let 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 me talk real quick before I wrap up today's episode. Um, Canada. We need to talk. Um, chicken bones? <laughs> um, no, God! No, God, please, no! 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 Nope. No. No, no. I'll karate chop you in the throat. Pop, pop. Won't do it. No. No, 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 no. No. Never again. Never again. Why that's a delicacy in Canada, I will never know. Never again will I have jujubes, especially the black licorice kind, and chicken bones. No. New Brunswick, you're much better than that. You're much better than that. No. Well, anyway. I promise I'm not dissing you, Canada. I promise... You're wonderful. You got great people. You got beautiful property up there. Uh, even though sometimes I'm jealous of your weather, sometimes, like yesterday, sometimes. But there's a few things, like chicken bones. I would just say that's a tradition that might want you might want to stop. You might want to stop. Well. We need to wrap this show up anyway. <laughs> so, without further ado, if if you have questions, I got answers. I'll be more than happy to answer those questions on equipping you and building you for the campaigns ahead on top of the mount. You can message me either at my email, draywaddles at gmail.com, or on our website or Facebook page, On Top of the Mount with Darren Waddles Podcast. So, again, thank you all so very much for listening. Y'all are awesome. We're over a 1,000 downloads in and reached 31 states, and we're growing. Uh, please consider subscribing, leaving a kind rating, and sharing this podcast on social media and with a friend. So until next time, we will continue the discussion equipping you for the campaigns ahead right here on top of the mountain.